Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Isolationism Kills. Isolationism Kills. If you want to break a person down, just put them in solitary confinement. God designed us to be social creatures, and we need social interaction. Some more, some less, but we need it. The government and big institutions have seriously mishandled the COVID crisis, especially the so-called experts. Of course, the coronavirus was serious and is to be taken seriously. However, blanket long-term shutdown measures may prove in the long run to have been more problematic than helpful. There is no scientific evidence that states that had harsh shutdown mandates were more effective in stopping the spread than other states that were more open. They keep saying, follow the science, but in truth, there is often more politics at play than science. Often, it might be more accurate to say, follow the money. Prolonged isolation, where one has little or no human interaction with friends and loved ones, is never healthy. Such a strategy may or may not be effective in slowing the spread of a physical disease, but there are other serious, unintended consequences. Suicide rates are way up. They announced on the news that young people are now being encouraged to see a doctor because of concern over their mental health and well-being. Draconian measures that kept nursing home residents in virtual isolation for over a year are frankly inhumane. And many died in this condition. Isolationism can be a death sentence. Show me a Christian who lives in prolonged isolation from the body of Christ and I will show you a very unhealthy Christian. Prolonged social distancing is not spiritually healthy. Life involves risk assessment. Every time I get in the car to go for a drive, I'm making a risk assessment. In truth, we are all facing the prospect of death all the time. We do want to be wise, but wisdom factors in all the considerations, including the detriment of prolonged isolation. There is a movie about World War II titled Saving Private Ryan. In the movie, a soldier by the name of Ryan had lost three brothers to the war, and so the State Department decided that Ryan should be called home from the war front so that his mother didn't lose her fourth and final son. When they finally found Ryan, it turns out that he doesn't want to leave the battlefront. He tells them to relay this message to his mother. Quote, You can tell her that when you found me, I was with the only brothers I had left, and that there was no way I was deserting them. I think she'd understand that. End quote. How did the soldiers who faced the serious prospect of death as they stormed the beaches of Normandy handle it? Well, here is part of the secret. They didn't do it alone. They saw themselves as a band of brothers who were there for each other to the end. They did things they would never do and could never do alone. The Christian life is a war zone. It's a battle to the pearly gates. Every Christian is a soldier. And key to keeping on, keeping on, fighting the good fight, is that we don't go it alone. We don't go it alone. 
We need a band of brothers and sisters to strengthen and encourage us on in the battle. Those who become isolated from their comrades are in grave danger. The body of Christ needs each other to be healthy. You can't go it alone in isolation and be well. The list of casualties, quote-unquote casualties, is high. And one of the leading causes is isolationism. Isolationism kills. It kills spiritual growth. It kills spiritual service. It kills spiritual vitality. It kills spiritual fruitfulness. Yes, there may be critical times when temporary isolation is called for, proper risk assessment, but a prolonged state of isolationism is a killer. Hebrews 10, 24, 25 says, And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much more as you see the day approaching. Not less, so much more as you see the day approaching. Lord, we do see the day approaching. And uh, interesting times in which we live, all kinds of things that would uh, relegate us to uh, being isolated, in effect, from our brothers and our sisters, to where we, we don't uh, have that mutual building each other up. We don't have the mutual encouragement and strengthening, which we all need. We are a band of Christian soldiers uh, who need that, uh, that fellowship. We need that, that uh, time together where we build each other up and encourage each other in our faith. So Lord, again, uh, help us to fight the good fight. And part of that involves uh, mutual accountability, mutual encouragement, uh, mutual fellowship with one another. So, Lord, again, we thank you for your word. We thank you for how you've designed us as a body of believers uh, to function together. Body life is meant to be lived together. And so, Lord, help us to be uh, wise in, in this regard as well. Certainly wise in relationship to the physical realities of life, disease, and so forth. But, Lord, we have to consider all the factors. And certainly very important is this reality that we need one another and we cannot go it alone. Lord, give us a fruitful day for Jesus' sake, and we pray in his name. Amen. <music>